When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Will be. Don't will be you re- do that to my boy. I just got it. I just did got you it. Buy a bo- How much did you pay for that? I just got it. I traded four boxes of Floodborne. Oh, bad trade. You think? All right. <laughs> God. Look at He Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made the Super with you, America's most favorite MTG and One Piece TCG podcast. I am, of course, joined by the man with the plan with all the automation, Josh. The automation service is running right now. I'm watching it. How's it going? It's great. Anything selling? Yeah. Everything when, when, when is the automation going to take over your channel? Uh, God, hopefully About a week soon. ago. And <laughs> I am, of course, joined by the pick a host, win the host, Louis DeGeorge. The only thing I can think about right now is when is Magic going to do a He-Man crossover? Because you started off with He-Man, and now I'm just I like... I think it's He-Man. What's the, what's the werewolf character? Oh, that was... Uh, oh. The one from uh, from Avengers? Sure. What are we talking about? You. All right. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. I just and we're joined by George. Uh, he's here three weeks in a row. I mean, it's like a wild. He's like he's not a guest I'll be, anymore. I'll be a lot colder next week if I'm on the podcast. Leave it in the comment section your predictions for how many episodes in 2024 George will be involved. in. I love how I try to cure incurable diseases and get mocked for it. Yeah. No, um, the only thing I mock you for is your inability to carry a two pound microphone in your bag. I won't do it. I have the big headphones. It's, it's enough. It's, it's enough. too much. The microphone's he's, too he's much. Busy when he's in the hotel. It's a weird line. Uh, not a hotel. A was a hotel wouldn't be a problem. All right, today, everyone, we it's are talking about our predictions for 2024. This is not shocking content for the end of the this year. Is, I know. This is I know. Brand new content for yeah. you. Guys. No, no, we've never done it before. We're going to talk about all the the predictions for 2024. We're going to talk about the best and worst of Magic. We're going to riveting fight. content. We're going to be overly positive and overly negative all at the same time. We're going to talk about the sorcery buyouts and also discuss 2024 and what we'd like to yeah. see them change and do in 2024. Yeah. George's one piece in 2024. I'm ready. And then we're going to question if Lorcana is going to even be able to come out with the third set this yeah, year. Never know. You never know. You never know. I, and then really the, last segment, part. the last segment is going to be called MetaZoo 2025? Question mark. All right, everyone, let's freaking go. Let's go. Best and worst of magic. Josh, I, did you post your video yet? No, not, it's what, tomorrow. Your video comes out on Thursday. Yes. All right, so people can go watch Josh's takes. And if you've been watching my channel. But you already pot- did this? I mean, we, no, we, we're going to do some content with it. God. There's like legitimately nothing else There's happening nothing. in Magic You're, right you're the worst. Like, how do you not understand how this works yet, bud? This is why all the big shot content creators, like Tularian Community College, they uh, they just do uh, like one or two videos a week because there's just not enough content it, to keep it up. And this, even in those videos, love the it's magic not always magic. Cycle. Yeah, you I miss it. You guess I the card, it. win the card every day. Dude, all right. Guess the card, win a card. That short has over 4 million views. It's the most viewed Magic the Gathering short 
of all time. Including How many subscribers the, you have now? It's like 20 million subscribers Including now. the official Magic the Gathering YouTube channel. It's the most viewed Magic the Gathering short of all time. Do you feel respected by your peers or no? <laughs> Not according to the comment section. Well, Ramsey doesn't feel respected. He's getting roasted. Dude, the comment Why? sections. George, you would love the comment sections on these videos. They yep. are... They are gold mines of insults. It's amazing how how insulting. I like feel bad for some of the people who are on the videos because they're not not, not bad enough not to whip out his camera. No, 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 no. Enough, no. Also, publicly humiliate them for views, but I do feel bad. They're they're they have a chance at a free card, man. They love it. I saw one of them, so I finally got tired. I'm not subscribed to you. Yeah, that follows. YouTube constantly asked me to watch your dumb shorts. Yeah. Like on the little, on like little, the beep, beep, beeps on the phone thing. It's wild. I watched one. I watched the Bitter Blossom person. Yeah. She, that was she, good. That was good content. I was surprised Bitter Blossom still worth anything. Yeah. I Thank you. I was talking to somebody about this earlier today or this week. I was like, this card's just not that good. Yeah. I was around when Bitter Blossom was a $50 card. It's still $50. like 25 bucks. It's yeah, unbelievable. It's, crazy. it's been reprinted a ton. Too. It was in a secret layer. It was anyway. Mm. Um, all right, best and worst of Magic 2023. Who wants to kick it off? Me, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Damn Nailed, it. Damn Nailed it. it, bud. Well, okay, got there. Who wants to go next? All right, so what was so good about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, what wasn't? <laughs> so, all right, so like, here's the honest answer is that like they, the big winner of the year was crossover sets, it was Universes Beyond. That like they like magic this year absolutely proved they're able to consistently nail universes beyond products. One hundred percent. And that realize, was something that like I didn't realize Doctor Who is doing so well. Yeah, like and they, Rudy's video clear, today. Like, I looked up the prices. Like I don't believe the price he just said in his video. And I looked up. I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's yeah. I'm like, that's the big winner. Is that like Wizards has, which is also their big negative, which I'll get into in a minute. But like Wizards has basically totally proven they're able to build magic sets around other people's ip um routinely and successfully and that's a big yeah. win like that's not what you know when they were discussing universes beyond there was not a lot of love for it um not on this channel across, there wasn't on this on, on one person on this channel there was some love for it but that's okay we won't name names i'll name names i was super anti the universes beyond stuff and i've come around um it, i'm okay with it i'm okay it, with it well like it, i mean like <laughs> Say From it. A, say it. I'm okay with it. <laughs> from a content creator perspective, oh, and from a store oh, owner perspective, do it. The Magic: The Gathering player in me hates it, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, like they, but like that person it, never happens anyway. Never yeah, like I mean, players have proven they want it. Um, you know, that's the big win. I, you know, so, what I do well, think it does point to is like the big miss of 2024 is like. Does Wizards now feel that they don't need to build on their own IP? Yeah. Because they have the crutch of yeah. universes beyond. Well, hold on. Can, I, can we go back to the positive on that? Because yeah. I want to I want to say I think, in my opinion, the best part of Lord of the Rings was the price point. Like yeah. they they didn't they increased the pricing a little bit, right? Like it wasn't a standard price set, 
but it wasn't what they did with commander masters which is like outrageously disgusting prices that nobody including stores wants to pay like that the price point on lord of the rings the price point on doctor who the price point on the fallout sets like the the universe is beyond stuff that they're doing is priced in a way that the the consumer is excited about it and it's also powerful and it's good and it's honed in and i think that that's the catalyst for lord of the rings that sets it you know has set it up for success um that i think for me that's the best part of the whole lord of the rings set the big oh, yeah. me wasn't lord of the rings it was uh warhammer that was last year oh yeah shout yeah. out to warhammer yeah i mean you nailed it the warhammer the draft booster box for lord of the rings the all-time high was like 190 dollars, 199 dollars on tcg yeah. player and the average was like 150 154 so more expensive than a regular booster box but also more valuable stuff, different IP. We talked about playing magic in the world of Lord of the Rings and how much fun that is. Like, just, it, there was no product in that set that was a miss. And you'll see people complain, like, oh, the price of the collector booster box is up. But it kind of did what George suggested last week in the podcast. It gave you a collector booster box that was expensive, where things felt special, and there was something crazy to chase in there, right? Yeah, the like, one it, ring, it, real, real, the hype, the hype around that was. Well, but it wasn't posting. just the one ring. Like, we we proved it wasn't just the one ring because the price of the yeah. box remained after the one ring was pulled. I think the one ring added a ton, though. Like, I mean, remember the the amount of content being made from outside Magic: The Gathering sources? Like that that's such a huge win. Oh yeah, that's my best video this year. Like yeah. by far is the, is the one ring video. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you like were there when it was sold, right? You were like, <laughs> I was working like, were, at my desk. I saw the news. I stopped working. I went busy. I made a video, published it, went back to work. Content is so toxic. It's like amazing. <laughs> he didn't even, he didn't so even call his content creator friend Louie and tell him first. He, I texted you. I found out because George texted me. And it was, I also, while I was looking at the notification from George, I saw the notification that Josh posted a video. Who, do you know what, do you know what I did do for you? Is all the assets I created for thumbnails? No, I sent great. them directly to you. You're great. I was like, you're hey, amazing. buddy, go for it. Check this out. You're amazing. I was at I was at breakfast with a friend anyway, so I, 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 I would have. I did call you. You were at breakfast. I called you at breakfast. You answered the phone. Did I? We yes. went to a good breakfast when I saw you, Lou. Was that breakfast place called? That place was great. That was that's my favorite breakfast place, Annie's. We didn't. We go somewhere. Me and you. I know Josh took me to two good breakfast places. Yeah, no, Josh took me to breakfast place with a goat. We've only interacted in real life. Wawa. There's a trick. It was Wawa was the oh, answer. Wawa. Wawa was the answer. Dude, somebody came in with a Bucky's hat yesterday into the shop. Yes. And I was like, job. I almost took a picture. I was like, hey, man, I love your hat. And it was great. It was a great interaction. And then today I saw a meme that was like, Americans love this. And it was a giant cruise ship, but not a cruise ship. It was a semi truck. And like driving and on the different layers it was just bucky's and like a bucky slide it's like oh my gosh george they're right they're right all over this all over it all over, all it. over it the bucky's cruise truck <laughs> you, should, you should start that can we do a bucky's booze cruise where we just get a dd and they take us to various bucky's and we buy beverages <laughs> I will say, yeah. you know what? Their soda went up in price last time I was at a Bucky's. I was not happy with it. We could do it, it like fifty nine for like you know the big one. We could do it like a van tour. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, we'll, I want Bucky's we'll to survive. It'll be great. I need Bucky's to survive. Sorry. Uh, all right. Anyway. Um. So yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings was was my pick for best thing too. Shocking. Yeah. yeah. 
the never other saw thing, it coming. The other thing with price point, the commander decks were like reasonably priced. Like comparing it to Commander Masters, I think is really good. Like Commander Masters, the entry level deck was like eighty bucks. Like that was mm-hmm. the lowest price of any of the decks. Whereas Lord of the Rings, like you could get a whole set of decks for like one hundred and fifty bucks. I think like that on release or something like that. Um, I like the little pro. I like they had the exclusive cards in the promo packs. Oh yeah, those were crazy. Yeah. I didn't like that, but they were crazy. Why do you like that? I think that's a great idea. They knew about it. They didn't even know about it. TCG player didn't even know about it. Oh, little, little, little scoopy, little sneaky peek. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I actually like the idea of like special things coming out. Like when the set releases, there's some like unknowns and surprises. We don't get that anymore. It's fun. Yeah, I'm just salty because I missed out on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. That was like, remember I opened all 80 of them on the channel and mm-hmm. I opened them before anybody knew that there was like yeah. good cards in it. And I listed all the cards. And while we were listing them, I had one, my store manager at the time, I had them listed. Goat. And like, then TCG player changed the listings because there was <laughs> like, there was no correct version of it. And yeah. it was just wild. It was wild. It turned into like 20, like negative not negative reviews, but it had canceled sales and stuff because of the way that TCG player dropped the ball. They like changed the listing. Shout yeah. out to TCG player sponsor of the channel. There's a TCG player affiliate link in the, the description of my videos. <laughs> I finally heard back from them about that. It's been like a year. And they, they just called, changed their system. And they called me Christian. <laughs> and I said, first of all, name's Josh. <laughs> That's how I responded to the support email. First off, not my name. <laughs> it's oh, do you have an affiliate link now? I think so. Well, I, mean, I, I have to log into it below. We're gonna see who doesn't sound who does. like he knows what it is. Well, I, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I have one. I, I can't. I, there are comments on this podcast that are like, "What's his channel again?" So that's kind of my status, George. Just to give you an idea of what's Do going. Promo code George for no discount, <laughs> no. but you will get an error message. Yes. <laughs> so something that's interesting about Lord Lord of the Rings is there just wasn't like a miss of a product in there, all the way down to. Yeah the starter decks yep. the coolest product in there and I, I played these with my buddy and it was it's worth nothing there's no financial value there but they're really fun and he's a massive lord of the rings fan and knows like most of the characters and even that was a really cool product like the, the yeah. set just did not miss there was something cool in the bundles even which that never happens the bundles like, were crazy yeah there's never anything cool in the bundles they were so cool that tcg player undercut everybody and sold three thousand bundles in a day or something months after release yes uh yeah the bundles are really good yeah. um, it's responsible of for like i think it's like 6.2 million out of 22 million dollars in total magic sales this year the bundle that i've tracked no no the oh. uh lord of the rings it's got a massive bit more than that to be honest it's a pretty big piece you're, of the pie considering it came out it, it came out mid-year camera. yeah the goat yeah it was a weird like july release wasn't it yeah yeah uh, august i think that's that listen that's that carried lgs's the whole year that, that was it, it created new players it created new customers it created a whole new that was the best thing for the magic ecosystem the entire year in my opinion and, and remember it wasn't supposed to be the the big hit commander masters was supposed to be the the modern horizons yeah. of the year it was supposed to be the big shining glow yeah again i go back to pricing oh, yeah, my, no, that's, that's my worst of the year uh is the commander masters release the whole thing the whole thing God. was a mess the really the pricing was too high the uh the reprints that they then put in wilds of Eldraine, like the very next set oh that, uh, that there's way too much negative that went into 
Commander Masters, and that should have been a highlight for LGSs this year. Instead, it was a complete and utter debacle. It, it bugged me that every single normal version of the card was the just same art as the most recent printing version of the card. George, I don't uh, have a watch on, but what year is it? Is it going to be? You said by end of year, what were boxes going to be at for set 1K. boxes? One K five hundred dollars for set boxes. No, he said five hundred dollars like shortly after release. Uh, what are they at? <laughs> like three hundred, maybe. Not, getting close. Not getting close. Two nine. Buy them up. I heard on the video today, market's very thin on them. Doesn't take much to buy them out. <laughs> I don't think, is anybody out there trying to buy out Magic product? That's no. a terrifying game to try to play. <laughs> they can't out. buy out indies. They can't buy out Magic. That's my <laughs> take. If like if like three dudes can't save an indie can't save magic <laughs> um was your guys's worse of magic i wanted to, i wanted to stick with the good for a second oh okay come on louis because Sorry. it's not we talk universes beyond gets a lot of credit but the last two standard sets wilds and lost yeah. caverns like remember where we were at at the end of 2022 with standard sets yeah like, None of them felt great. Uh, Even the can ones we that had call them ten pole sets. I don't know oh, what yeah. standard set is. I'm sorry, Josh. I... <laughs> well, these would be non ten pole sets. Why right? were they not ten pole sets? The ten pole set would be like Commander Masters and Lord of the Rings. Wait, oh. is that true? No, I thought ten. No, pole I was thought there were six. Isn't there six tent pole sets? Isn't oh, yeah. is that what it is? I think there's six tent. I got my, I got, I got my no, tent poles mixed up. Magic lingo. I got, I got my tent poles crossed. Get your tent poles right. Yeah, sorry, my bad. I got you know I got to focus on the tent, tent pole. Got all crooked on us. We got to straighten it out. So yeah, the releases for standard at the end of 2023, pretty great. I did not see that coming. The I didn't whole, see that coming. Yeah. The whole year. The, the whole standard year had good themes, good mechanics, good yeah. engagement. Uh, maybe with the, I didn't really like March of the Machine. Um, yeah, but March of the uh, Machine was, it sold really well. Yeah. It, I think it's the second highest selling set of the year when you just consider draft set and collector hmm. for standard releases. It's It's really good. I think that for me, the commander decks are like for my store, the big thing. So like oh. the, the, the marching machine ones didn't do very well, but lost caverns, absolutely crazy. That set for, for locally for us has been by far the best release other than Lord of the Rings. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. And the Dr. Ian Malcolm card is still super cool. Yeah. So cool. All right, Louie, you can get to it now. What's your no, worst? like my worst? My worst was Commander Masters. I honestly like uh, he was weird. With like we we talked about the, privately the Rudy video a little bit. He said that this year was going to be looked at like negatively in the history I, of Magic. Uh, listen, I know the reserve list is down. I know that like collectors are upset at Magic the Gathering, uh, but dude, I feel like players and in my opinion like lgs as i talk to i guess and my LGS, like i've had a great year like this has been a fantastically positive year for magic like um i think there's a big thing with commander masters that was a big miss march of the machine aftermath came up in my mind as like something that just sucked but like yeah, that that at least didn't burn anybody like the it was everyone still, saw it coming yeah everybody saw that one coming <laughs> like the problem with commander masters is that they basically they encouraged it to be so good and then they hyped up the price yep. the the print run was basically a billion um like we didn't get cut on anything 
and then it it just the the market rejected the price because it was too expensive. Well, it it exposed the big flaw in the system, right? And this has become more apparent to me with doing the podcast with you guys over the last year. The fact that stores have to put in their order so oh. far in advance, and when you require when a set commands the price that they wanted for Commander Masters, it comes like you you look at the the name Commander Masters and go, well, this is going to be a banger. And then you find out your $10,000 pre-order gets you seven boxes, right? And you're like, what am I going to do with this? It's just, it was a disaster from the start. They really did a number on the name Masters this year. Dominaria sure Remastered, Commander Masters. Like, I I think that they are, like, really... I don't know if you could be, like, Remastered and Masters are the same thing. That's, like, how they sell it, though. The price point of it all. But it's not a master set. It's remastered. no remastered set. sets are cheaper than master sets. Not by that much. It's the same. It's, a, it's an old set, but like redone a little bit. It's not a master set. It's all well, reprints. I think a master Both set of them are all reprints, and like but I see the remaster set, set as reprint. like a master set specific to a plane. That's how I view it. I gotcha. I think that's how the consumer views it too. To be honest, like there's no new the, cards. I think that's how it's defined. Also, yeah. <laughs> Oh, can I push back on something you said earlier? You said it's a great year for players, and it's like it's. I understand it's a down year for collectors. Comparing 2023 to 2022, and then even like 2021, I think Magic's taken a step in a positive direction when it comes to collectability. I actually, it's better than it was in 2022, wasn't it? Now we have How so? like the last two. The last two collector boxes have chase cards that are actually chase cards. Yeah. Right, you, you and I just have different views of what the collectible well, is. And like, I don't like. I take the stance of like anything with a name collector on it is just. But okay, these cards like, can they command a pretty insane price on the secondary market, I, and there's not a ton of them. They're not coming out of every box. They're very hard to pull. You're talking about like the anime, the, yeah, the, the anime confetti yeah. foils, which are the the heavy chase, and then the um, God, what are they called? The emblem foils for Lost yeah, Caverns, right? These cards are crazy expensive so and they're selling people are trying to get them here's my pushback to that do you feel like i agree i agree with what you're saying they are adding cool hard to pull things when i think of collecting magic though maybe it's just my me i think of like reserve lists old school magic like hard to find cards your guy's cradle like that's in my mind collectible magic stuff i don't i think like the the low population cards like you're talking about are going to hold a premium just because they are so low population. I'm not convinced that it encourages a ton of collectability in the game. Like most people I talk to don't care at all about those cards. They're not like it's not encouraging people to collect the game or collect the, the whole thing. It's just like a lottery ticket. They pull it. They get to sell it. They made a lot of money. That's cool. Sure, but they're, they're selling they're, it. To someone right and that that person yeah, is buying it. it when they could buy the the ten dollar or five dollar even version of some of these cards and I, I i think of collecting the same as you when i collect magic it's it's serialized cards and it's reserved list like mm-hmm. and i just started with serialized cards like this year if i'm doing like any serious high value collecting those are the two areas i look but we have to understand i i think the people we talk to are like us they've been in the game for a while there's magic's got new people coming in every day especially with things like lord of the rings bringing people into the game especially uh, i don't know how much lost caverns of ixalan brings jurassic park fans i don't i don't know i think that's already existing magic fans 
that like that kind of stuff. But yeah, this, this does represent like a new way to collect Magic the Gathering and yeah, a I, rare, a rare hard to get card that commands an extremely high value and sells very quickly to me represents something that is that's just that defines collectible to me. Yeah, right? I guess I expected, low supply and high value. I, ex- I expected that the sales rate on those would look more like the Kamigawa ones, like the neon. Well, they're neon they're rarer, I think. These are or the Kamigawa ones are. No, the these ones, the specific really? ones, feel they I'd, feel rarer. But I maybe don't. that's just because I was being negative about Kamigawa in the back in the day. Yeah, I don't think so. I just looked up Rustic Study on the confetti foil, and it sells one one a day, which is yeah. like I I was looking at it to get a point to say, like the sales volume says that it, but it's the opposite of that. Like it. I, but I, I looked right. before we started the podcast. Yeah. I did my research. Nice. Good job, Josh. I'm proud of you. Good job. Makes one of us. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I looked at. Don't worry. <laughs> that's, th- that's pretty good sales volume for a yeah. $350 card for yeah. magic. I mean, right. Um, especially for just an alt art. So maybe I'm, I'm missing that a little bit. Um, but I just, man, I, I look at like the, the sales volume and the demand of your high end reserve list stuff. And they're lower tier, right? Sorry. Go ahead, George. The same phenomenon happens in sports cards where like ultra modern cards get a weird premium that it's unclear if they deserve. And I suspect the same thing is happening here. Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, I, I would much rather have a $400 reserve list card than a $400 modern card over it for 20 years. Right. For in 20 years, I have a hunch. Yes. Which one I think will be worth more money, right. but like people for some reason strongly prefer ultra modern. Well, that's your that's your new magic fan, right? Your new magic fan that we've talked about on this podcast. I, I, they don't have that connection to the reserve. I'm not as convinced that to be candid. I'm not listen. Your new magic like, fan like somebody like who learned about magic three weeks ago is now buying a four hundred dollar confetti card. Like, no, I, I don't think that's true. Oh no, no, no. But I think yeah. like somebody who's been playing magic for two years, in my opinion, in my brain, is like, oh man, that person wants a Gaius Cradle, and like. Those people who I talk to in the store these days, they don't even really know what a guy's cradle is. They haven't really seen one. There's not like depressing. And, and when the so. when the community corrects it, we've seen it before. It generally happens very quickly. The the shattered glass foil transformer cards, for example, yeah. right? Like the the correction on that was 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 quick. These are these are maintained. Louis sold, the peak, of <laughs> Louis sold the peak. Louis was probably. The highest viewed magic video in the highest sale of a get out, glass get out, baby, card. get out, get out, get Dude, out. Good for you. Bucks, right? I, what? It was like twenty five hundred bucks for you, right? Uh, I was gonna say it was seventeen fifty. I thought you said two hundred fifty. Yeah, I think it was seventeen fifty if I remember correctly. But yeah, that one I cleaned up on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was on eBay like, too. That was yeah. Thank God, shout out to that, dude! Shout out to that poor bastard. Shout Thanks, out, buddy. Shout out to eBay authent- authentication, authentication too. Authent- that, authentication, you got it. That saves so many eBay scams. You know how much like you have to worry when you sell a card like that on eBay previous to that stuff of like the guy being like, "Hey, it's damaged. Uh, yeah. I want a refund." because because of the price correction but now you don't have any of that because you ship the card the the guy authenticated whatever it is and it's like good to go that is such like an under discussed thing about how how good that is for sellers shout out to ebay slash tcg player mm, yeah yeah and just expose Link your below. data to me already so i can stop this uh, scraping thing. It's really difficult. what yeah expose your you data before. Below. give us your data yeah, I like I'm already get, I'm getting it. You're you're just making me work too hard. Just... Mm. Um anyway, 
What else did you guys think was not good in Magic this year? The one big miss is like the big miss they had last year because like they still have not built their IP. Like that will be their big miss in my in my view until they of modern it. magic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it is it is incredibly strange to me that they consistently miss that. Um and like it is easily the way that they can most improve magic over the next 10 to 20 years. Yes. Like I, I think... if you can turn cards like into characters you'll make more money like this is what like this is what Lorcan is telling you like this is what Lorcan is telling you is like people want to play with characters and this is why universes beyond is working so well yeah. people want to play with characters they don't want to play with cards and like I, it, it is like you know and like they they what i hope my 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 brother chris cox has learned from this experience is like you can't do it in house you're not good at it. Like you bought they are, E, they're bad at it. They're bad at it. Like they bought, they paid, they paid a fortune for E one, lost a ton, dumped it for pennies, and like it's because. But but that's it the sucks. They're bad side, at it. That's the business side of being bad at it. But like just the content side of it, they're bad at it too. They're so bad at we it. We were it's talking like, about. I was talking to somebody about uh, about um, War of the Spark. Remember the big trailer, the War of the Spark trailer? Yeah. Uh, do you remember, Josh, that one of the guy, one of the characters dies in that tra- that trailer? Yeah, and then it, in the set, Dak Faden, I think, is yeah. that who it was in the set? There's like no, like he didn't die in the actual set. So like the trailer for the set kills off a character, and then when the set comes out, that character is like still there and still in it. Like, it's yeah. almost like they forgot to design him into the set, and then they're like, oh crap. Let's we'll kill him off in the trailer. It'll be like, fine. Yeah. If you want to have like how you're going to sell more boxes of magic over the next 10 to 20 years, it's got to be fixing that. It's got to be enough. And like, years. It's got to yeah, be I mean, enough. And, they, just, years like, so and they've got to, they got to eat some humble pie, realize they suck at building this content and go hire somebody to go do it. Right. Like, so they tried that though. And then, and then they didn't do it because uh, something happened with the, it was the Russo brothers. The guys who did the um the Avengers or something like that, right? Josh, help me out here. Are you an, well, you're not an Avengers fan? You look like an Avengers. Fan. I don't know the lore. You do. Don't you think? You like, do. Josh fits the totally description fair. of an Avengers. Totally fan. fair. Why is that? Why look at is that hair. That hair. That hair is a wildebeest. Yeah. That hair. I'm growing. I'm good. growing my hair out because I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do it. Yeah. You got like. Are you okay? No, I'm just, you know, getting older, then sooner or later you gotta start looking respectable. Bald is beautiful. I feel Shout like success looks like you, and I'm afraid that one day I'll have to look like that. You could be so lucky. You could be so lucky. You're right, that's true. Uh, but the Russo brothers were hired to do the Netflix show, and then everything just disappeared, and it was, they had that, cre- okay. they had creative differences. Yeah, and I mean, like, part of me is like, don't have creative differences. The people who know better than you just suck it up. Yeah. Like, that's... I bet that's you like, it was way more political than that. That's the problem. Oh, never mind. I don't know. I don't know whose side I'm on then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, on, was, I'm on whoever's most woke. I'm, out. I'm on whoever's most woke. They probably, like, made a, an accidental tweet or something and, you know, got fired over it. But I don't know whose side I'm on yet. I don't know I'm on whoever's I'm most woke and, therefore, from what I've read on X, also most broke. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whose side I'm on then. It's complicated. Uh, it's a complicated topic. I agree uh, with you like, about the IP. Like the I, yeah, I mean, it, they got it, and like it's it's frustrating for me because it seems like money should just be able to solve this problem, right? Like this doesn't seem sure that does. hard. Like money can solve this. 
Money can buy you a story. I think the problem with that is that it's a 30 year old game with 30 years of broken IP that they have completely like utterly messed up. Doesn't that mean though, that you could just pick up wherever bingo do it. I think what it means is they need to like literally wipe the, they just need to. And I thought this was what was going to happen. March of the machines. theory. This plane plane is a nuclear war on the entire rest of the magic universe. (laughs) They were just going to restart and be like, playing son new, but they didn't do that. Um, they should have listened to us. Why don't they listen to our crappy YouTube channel? Watson, um, other games do. Go full Watsonheimer. Watsonheimer, that's good. Um, yeah, that's my big mess. Yeah, I I could see that. I I, I think we saw something that we're going to see them continue to try to do, and it, it's clear that they don't have a grasp on how to do it yet, and that's to try to make us play with a magic set for longer. Right, we saw that with Phyrexia. We saw that with kind of March of the Machine. We saw that with them extending Lord of the Rings and doing a second kind of holiday re-release of the product. And some of the things they did hit the complete bundle. Complete bundle is up there with maybe the best product of the entire year. It's on that short list. It's on the. It's definitely. It's on. It's on the list. And then the other two examples just like did not get it done. Right. It just goes to show they're trying to solve that problem, and they did not. They did not get it. Lord of the Rings 2.0 it was such a miss because it could have been so good. And it's all marketing. Like their marketing. And yeah, I mean, they should have had Frodo in a Santa hat. This isn't hard. Their, their marketing team dropped the ball hard on that. I want Frodo in a Santa hat throwing that one ring into a snowman. <laughs> did, yeah. did Louis show you the emblem I made? So I'm I'm doing a ranking every magic set live stream, and they don't the Lord two Lord of the Ring sets have the exact same logo. So I put a Santa hat on one. I like that. <laughs> That's the Wait, holiday edition. Where you at, Chris? Go. It's not even labeled as a holiday edition. I no, it's not. Not that though. We we we've said that every time we've talked about it on both of our channels. We we read it in an article that one of us probably wrote somewhere, and it's been wrong ever since. <laughs> um, Welcome to May to be with you. All right. To, to to end this topic, I I think one of the things though, that Magic is focusing on is just leaning into the play side of the game. Like I George about the IP side, right? I feel like they have just hard committed to the idea that they are just the most played TCG ever and that they don't need to do some of that stuff because what, and they said this in the fireside chat, which unfortunately wasn't in 2023. Otherwise that would be my worst of magic. The gathering masters is that chat. Here's where they're right. Is that no game on the market today is going to get close. No, 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 shot. Get close. no, no shot. Like, but what I, but what bothers me about that is that's not who you should be competing with. Then, right? If nobody, if you've dominated your market, yeah. which they clearly have, you're competing with somebody else. Then, like, it's then you need vi- to compete with like video games. Exactly. I was just saying, it's yeah. called video games. Yeah, yeah. Like, like things that people actually play and actually yeah. care about and actually sell a lot of units of. Like that's what you're actually competing with if you've dominated this market. Like there's no like no game's gonna get close to magic in my yeah. lifetime, I don't think. Yeah. Oh no. If if a game gets Maybe close to magic, TCGs and are piece. dying and or dead. From a gameplay perspective, for sure. Shout out to One Piece and or from a, wait, what other perspective? Like from a sales or a number of cards sold or success of the IP the the brand Pokemon. I was talking about Pokemon. Well, yeah, success yeah, of the brand yeah, is not. Yeah, we're yeah, not having yeah. a meta's so conversation right Pokemon, now. You should, you should have your victory cap on for Pokemon this year, buddy. I want to start a Pokemon podcast so bad. You could. Should, you could. It should be called "Why Are All My Cards Worthless." It should be called. 
a, a Pokemon TCG story. It's got to be something with sorcery. It's got to be like opposite Pokemon. <laughs> welcome to the realm. Well, welcome to the realm of Pokemon podcasts. <laughs> so <laughs> mimic me the Zuby with you, a Magic the Gathering podcast. Welcome to the realm of Pokemon podcasts. Let me ask you guys this, uh, and you one answer. You, I've told you what I think. I think the complete bundle might be the best product this year. I think that's where I'm going to lay my stamp just so I don't go very long. What's the single best product this year? This Don't get a set. You don't get a collection of products. One box. The single product that you can buy on a shelf. What's the best product? A wild one. The Phyrexia All Will Be One AR pin set from Pinify. Okay, you're done. Great. <laughs> I'm going Dr. Who. What? I'm going oh. Dr. Who. No, no, no. No, a single box. You don't get the whole set. Like Doctor Who Commander deck, screw you. Which, Which one? one? You get one <laughs> box. I can't name you get one. one box, George. Yeah. Three. Number three. Uh yeah. the worst. Lord That's the good one, right? Is that number three was the one that was like everybody wanted? It's the tiny I, I one, no I think is no the, the baller one. That's the Yeah. Um I'd go with Lord of the Rings collector boxes, the first ones. Just because of what it did for the the community. We've come so far with you. And Lord of the Rings yeah. in 2023. Oh, yeah. What a it's journey a, it's been. It's what amazing what Seals will do. It's amazing what Seals will do. It's amazing what Money like, will do. On Louis' Discord, all of a sudden, he's got boxes of Lorcan for sale. No longer an NDTCG in his Discord. Got boxes for sale. Welcome <laughs> no, to the big league. That's because somebody else commented about it that wasn't you. I would. I didn't. I won't change anything for you because you're you. But when somebody else asks for it to be changed, you should just create an alt and ask for me to do things. I'm we also sure. don't cover indie TCGs at this point in this podcast. That's because there are none according to Louie. If you sold three boxes, there are you're no longer indie TCGs anymore. We do. We cover sorcery, not an indie. Oh, sorcery and indie. Yes. Oh my god. It's a Kickstarter TCG. Oh my god. Somebody save me. Somebody help me. Millions of dollars in crowdfunding okay. and backed by a multi-million dollar company. Let's go to predictions for 2024. Wait, isn't that... God. Oh. No, we nope. just evaluated 2023. Yeah. Predictions for 2024. Why do you hate fun, George? It's just out of curiosity. Terrible content. Uh, magic, like, is, this, is this predictions for magic, or, or what are we predicting on? It's labeled MTG predictions 2024. Well, I don't see that on my screen. Magic will continue to win. Listen, reading is hard. Magic will continue to win. Hot takes by George. Right, what do you there. want me to say? Like, they're going to win. I suspect like, their tent poles will do well, be straight, and be strong. Wow. <laughs> and their universe beyond sets will be the same way. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get more wild with it. I think standard makes a resurgence. Nope. And I'm saying wrong. it, I'm saying it to a microphone. Like I disagree with that. And maybe it's just something I wish would happen. There's there might be a a, a good a good amount of that, but I think standard makes a resurgence and we see a reduction in variance. That's just your wishes. That's your wishes, no, dude. Listen, hold on, hold on, boo boo. You have zero evidence to back that up. Hey, I said hold on, boo boo, and you did not hold on, boo boo. Second, I have evidence here. Okay, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If Magic the Gathering and Wizards of the Coast bring back standard, their standard sets are going to sell better. They'll still have a ton of commander cards in them. Y'all commander players are going to keep buying them at the same rate you're currently buying them. But guess what? Now you got a whole new group of people willing to buy those sets. Furthermore. 
The number of variants is clearly too damn high, and they can't be dumb enough to not realize it. They, they can't be they dumb had, enough. They to- added more variants on the first set. That's just that. Listen, the first set of the year is always going to be rocky, and also not the first set. The first set of the year is Ravnica remastered. Um. All right, my <laughs> predictions: Ravnica remastered is going to tank stupid hard. It's going to be. It's going to be. <laughs> That's the lamest prediction. It's going to be such a bad set. It's going to be the aftermath of the year. Nobody's nope, going to buy it. Disagree. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to hold true. It's, hold on. Currently, worse. It is currently, oh, as of the recording me. of this podcast, sold 300 boxes on TCG Player. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, my my hit of the year is the Fallout decks. <laughs> I, I think that that's... Wow. Both takes. Wow. Your bravery. Your bravery on this is tremendous. Are you compensating for my wild predictions by making... No, I'm trying to do actual predictions. I think I think Fallout is going to bring more like it's going to do the same thing Lord of the Rings did, which is just like bring a stupid amount of people into the hobby. Ooh, um, you think you think it's be closer to the Lord of the Rings than it is to Doctor Who? Because both oh, are good, both are successful, oh, yeah. right? Dude, Fallout is so. Uh, oh, it's maybe, massive. It's, it's massive. It's such a bigger IP than I. Maybe I'm wrong. I every time I say something negative about Doctor Who, the comment section comes at me. So every like, time you say something negative about Doctor Who, another thousand boxes sell. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'm just <laughs> wrong about that. But uh, I think Fallout's going to be really good. Uh, Modern Horizons 3 is the, the question mark for me of the year. Like, how much Modern Horizons 3 do I order? That could you, could you could you tell a story where Wizards of the Coast, Modern Horizons 1 breaks modern, Modern Horizons 2 completely destroys modern, Modern Horizons 3, it's Baldur's Gate. Like, like yeah, everyone That's expects, to, everyone expects it to be good really? and it flops. That's my guess. MH2 is the number one selling set of all time, other than maybe Lord of the Rings now. Like, they're going to lean into it hard. They will. I don't think do it. I think well, they weak. leaned, in, think they leaned into Baldur's Gate hard, too. It just didn't go well. I think it's going to be weak. Baldur's Gate just didn't have any power. Like, it had the That's dragons the and then nothing else. Like, this will have... This will almost certainly have fetch lands. Yeah. Like, if they do Ragavan, the so help me God. If they do Ragavan, they're dead to They're me. not going to do Ragavan again. Ragavan's essentially useless and modern anyway. Yeah. To commander uh, no. you know what i didn't know what's happening that i missed josh i'm surprised this isn't the only thing you ever talk about pioneer masters what we, we, yeah we completely missed this pioneer masters q4 2024 on arena or paper uh, paper really no i didn't know according it. to mtgrocks.com which is you know essentially repeatable. wizards yeah repeatable yeah uh, i missed that one i did not know that was a thing uh, this is the first i'm hearing of this yeah. And probably shouldn't be. No, you should really like that. You're a huge Pioneer fan. I, I just ordered a brand new Pioneer deck so I can play a new one at MTG Chicago. Just in time for them to reprint all the stuff in Q4 of 2024. That's fine. Good job, Josh. Nailed it. I, Pioneer decks aren't that expensive. I spent like 215 bucks. Well, and that's my point. Like, it, They have the master's name on this. And like, what are they going to price it at? Like, There's not Pioneer cards that they can add into this that are like... They're, Pioneer's that really cool format where there's a lot of, you know, 10 to $18 cards. But there's, aside from Shieldred, what's your big, like, your Shieldred and oh, your... Think about Shieldred. That will certainly be a reprint. Yeah, and your, and your Eldrazi. Like, what's what are you really looking at in Pioneer that's going to command that crazy value? I don't know. That better be priced like a standard set. I'm going to advise you. If it's not, I'm going to give you some store advice. Don't buy a ton. I will not buy it. I'm not touching Master Sets. What? Well, hold on. You could Don't miss, though. Like, no, I'll, all the masters before were great. That's not true. 
That's not true. Double Masters and Double Masters 2022. Double, Masters, like was crazy. Double Masters 2022 was good. So Double was Double Masters, Masters the first one. But the other, there's been some bad Master sets in the past. And Commander Masters, right back at it. Again, Ravnica Remastered. Uh, Dominaria Remastered. I'm talking about Ravnica like it already failed. That's, uh, not, that's not a Master set. It's a yes, Remastered. It also, the, the Dominaria Remastered narrative is not fair. That did not die. It sold like crazy until it went to Amazon from Wizards of the Coast. It, it, Josh, it sold below our distribution costs, like initially, like on release. No, no, it did not. No, I, it did. Not. I know it did because I, have, I opened well, up. You did it wrong. I have the. I have the numbers. It did I, not. You have the the sales data of what the product sold for a year. I ago. have the monthly average cost of every product since its release. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that, that's that is what I do, my friend. But in the comment section, who's right? <laughs> We open and, and we you can do prove who's right by using the affiliate code of the person you support. Yes. We need, we need to give George an affiliate code that upcharges people. If you use <laughs> code in. George, you co it costs Plus you an 10%. extra dollar twenty five. Uh, last prediction: This is going to be a good year. Like the sets look super fun. Murders at Carlisle Manor. Now I'm, now I'm anxious. I, um, I want you to know I oh, had that same thought, but now I'm anxious. How did we not? How did I not bring this up? So we were there's a wild speculation in my store right now. Murders at Carlisle Manor. You know the whole thing's like who killed the person and it's a murder mystery, whatever. Well, apparently they like teased out a photo that there's an Eldrazi in the in the manor, and we were all like, it's obviously the giant Eldrazi. <laughs> like, what do you mean? What do you mean it's the human over here? There's a giant death monster right there. That's who killed the person. <laughs> also, this just leads to them not getting their in, in on their IP. They don't get it. What's the Eldrazi doing in the mansion? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Murders of Color Manor looks kind of cool. Oh, play boosters? Like, hit or miss, play boosters, 2024. End of 2024. Hit. Are we saying it's a hit or miss? Hit. Hit. He's just going to go miss because we went hit. I I'm worried about the price. No, he's, the price. he's been I'm worried about the price. the price for a while. I'm worried about the price. Yeah. I see what happens with a different card game. I'm not comparing the two, Louie. Relax. I've seen other card games, like Pokemon, that have raised that have raised the price more than the commander, more than the commander, more than, more than the collector and player thinks that they're willing to pay for it. Uh I'm gonna go miss. I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go miss. Wow. I think the price is gonna be a problem. Oh. The price is gonna be a problem. Listen, the end of 2023 where George is the one negative on magic in the podcast. Nope. No, no. Like certain, I mean, the problem is like it won't matter, right? Like the only person who will get hurt is stores. <laughs> like like they will they will still sell a ton of them. Yeah. Um but like I think I think they're going to have to I think they're going to have to build in something special to make up for the price increase. Do they have that considered yet? They give you more packs. Wait, you think they will do that? They do. They are already. Yeah, well, it's the same as a same as a draft box right now. Yeah, the it's set box. It's an increase. No, it's price. the same as a draft box for is a draft box number of packs with a set yep. box price. Price per pack. Yeah, I think it's too much. I think it's too much. I think I, I think I it's too I much. I don't. I wish it, I wish it was less. I don't like it being you know. Initial price supposed to be around one hundred forty eight hundred fifty dollars, but I also think it's going to settle around the one twenty one twenty five mark. We know our cost yet? Yeah. Um, I think Link I think it to it, me so I can see if I agree or not. No, I'm not going to. I think one twenty five is it's going to be where it ends too. I think it's going to be fine. Right. 
We've just we've proven if it's too much, we just won't we won't pay for it. Fail set of the year, Bloomborough. That's my fail set of the year. I yeah, it, that that's a theme that doesn't speak to me. And it's wedged right after Assassin's Creed and Modern Horizons three. Like those two sets are going to take a ton of wallet, and then Bloomberg comes out. So. Is Outlaws at Thunder Junction, dude? I actually think that set's going to be sick. I I, I think no, that's no gonna be awesome. no. Don't you dare! When we previewed that set, I, I said it was going to be awesome, and you hated on me. I know. I've don't you dare! Don't you dare! Don't you take my thunder from down under, Wait, baby? At one twenty, stores like not breaking even. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like below? It's below our cost. That's. I mean, it's 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 pretty close. Yeah, yeah you totally can't sell online. At, at, you're you're losing money. Yeah, that's what Magic yeah, does. That's, yeah, if you sell you Magic on TCG Player for sealed boxes, you generally lose Magic money. George. I I I like I think I think it's you live in this world where you get to sell yeah. everything in store. I think it's gonna be a problem. I think George lives in a world where when he sells it for a loss on TCG Player, it doesn't actually affect him because he's, <laughs> he's never, George. And he's, he's never listed. seen his own books. Like, yeah. y'all done a card? You guys, you guys have an arcade? Um, you know what? My arcade's right. gone through a ton of sports cards. I'm sure. Sports is good. I got those trick or trade things. I just keep giving out like I'm mm-hmm. an arcade machine. Worthless. My nephews love those. I Worth- opened Pokemon. <laughs> George, you're gonna laugh at me. I opened 24 holiday ca- calendars this week. I, I had more open 24 holiday. Hurt you? I don't know why I ordered so many. I ordered like 40 of them. Yeah. No, I missed that one. I don't know why. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, you I think Pokemon. I probably did that stupid case thing. Like I'm on the phone with my reps. I will say they get tricky with that sometimes. Yeah, they get tricky with that sometimes. And I gotta like actually look at what's in the case. Like usually my kids are yelling around me. I'm just like, yeah, give me three cases. And it's like there's six. In it. Anyway, all right, let's talk sorcery, baby. Everybody, link right now in the in the in the comment section. Oh sorcery, you pumping that is the worst thing. That it's worse than hilarious. hilarious. I think it's hilarious a weird sense of humor dude it's fine it's called bad all right so we're going to talk about the sorcery buyouts and then we're also going to talk about our hopes for 2024 and, and what we think they need to change and what they need to keep doing right and predictions for 2024 um so buyouts somebody bought out on tcg player 50 sorry 500 dual sites <laughs> Welcome to Indie TCGs. Let's say, welcome to Indies. Let's say, oh man, at, at like at like fifteen dollars, like uh, lowest listed on TCG player. Can I can I say as far as Indie TCGs go, and I say this as somebody who bought a ton of foil cards off TCG player when a game was instantly available on the platform. I was a piece of scum that participated in some of this. Easily the worst part of indie TCGs. Uh, this whole thing is easily the worst part because you can listen. I'm a Jamoke. I don't have a ton of money, and yeah. I can control the price of some of these things. You control the price of sharks. Yeah, well, I currently, I actually currently do, and that's kind of funny to me. Well, that's the yeah, point but, is that like well, this is like the problem is you know, as you're, as you're not controlling. Bought, listen, dude, you're not controlling the price of sharks if if a uh, foil. Alpha Shark is $70 right now on TCG Player. Controlling the price of, of an exceptional looks like the price is $2,500 on TCG Player right now. Trust yeah, me, like, I've had to buy an exceptional foil oh for way too high a price to finish my set. I Listen, no, I heard a guy, a content creator told me it was short printed. 
No, listen, um, dude. Like, this is the worst part of indies. I mean, like, it doesn't. Like, we've seen this happen. We've seen this attempted before where, like, one or two people buy every box of a first edition box, right? <laughs> they buy every first edition box in the market, or if you drive up the price, it starts mooning, going nuts. But then people have this very bad realization there's nobody behind them. There's nobody to sell it to. There's nobody to sell it to. <laughs> yeah. So then the price starts to go down. Then you're like, oh, oh. And then it like so, craters. So the problem right now in sorcery is that there is people who are buying it and are interested in yeah, this stuff. But like, the, the question right now, five like, minutes. I, I agree that the, the 500 sites is kind of a wild one. Like, I don't know. The, listen, the, the shenanigans are, are real. They are real right yeah, now. Of course, it's an indie. Yeah. Um, That's what indie TCGs do. They pump and dump on themselves and somebody gets stuck with a hot potato this guy hot i mean potato. like yeah i mean like you know like and this is coming from somebody who like i like the game i think the game will last yes but like this is what happens with indies like it's like people turn everything into a hot potato and somebody gets stuck with it yeah um i think the question is like what does the actual uh collector market look like at this time next year like are people still actively trying to pursue because every one of these alpha foils, it's, Josh, just go with your giant shark. Let's say you buy all the giant sharks, you own eighty percent of the ones that have been pulled, and you like eventually more do come to the market, right? And then you see the price, the price memory. You get bored, you move on to the next thing that you're trying to pump. You put all your money into the second set or the third set. More come to the market, and then it, it ends up like the people who spent the money to to get that foil shark end up the ones losing the question is does that person actually care or is that person just like i finished my set i'm i'm holding it forever it it is what it is is there is there a bit of a this is self-expose going on here this is fantasy land every game that goes up everybody collects it for the art i collected i I will never sell this i will never get this is this is the set of all we this is their last chance to buy this card, and it's the prettiest card in the world. Um, like you know, well, that's like, not even the case. That's not even they are literally there's the the foils that I've had to buy this this week are just regular foils. There's nothing special about them other than like people are claiming that they're short printed. Uh, every card is special, Louis, and there's no evidence of it actually being short printed. Sure, like it. I mean, listen, other than like they don't exist this whole story is just straight out of the indie tcg playbook yeah, but like, is, 100 like i literally was talking to a guy when i was i was buying the card i was like i was like look man i know i'm getting hosed but i'm paying to be done i'm paying to be done with this foil set i can finally i'm paying for my life back so that i can move on and go do something else <laughs> louis is thanos he snapped half of his net worth away and now he just wants to rest <laughs> uh um like you know and this is this is where i agree with rudy and like what sorcery is doing so far which is like don't print more boxes yeah don't don't do not feed into this nonsense this nonsense will go away in the next few months then it's time to assess where the market is this is not this is games this is not real this is this is this is normal indie garbage and like don't feed into it well, and for people who are trying to complete sets and do the opposite of me, where it's like you, you have a long time, more stuff always comes to market. Yeah. The, the prime example was the smokestacks at, um, and I'm so glad we edited this. I, I didn't even tell you guys we edited this out of the podcast, but smokestacks smoke of knock in beta when beta first released the first couple of weeks, everybody was talking about how 
they short printed this card and i i mentioned it and i ended up not feeling comfortable leaving it in because i didn't want to like false information and it turns out to be true all these smokestacks of knock are being pulled in like overseas like they just got clumped in boxes that went to another country and now all of romania sudden, now and all of a sudden they're all entering the market because you know and at the time everyone was like oh they're short printed they're they're impossible to find they're never gonna hear and like if you just wait like stuff pops up and, and like, again like just don't like if, if you're a consumer there will be cards available next year yeah there is no need to rush during the height of the frenzy yep um like really we are we have we like you know and we all knew this was coming like yeah. this has entered funny stage and like guess like enjoy the ride if you have sorcery enjoy the ride sell if you want to sell hold if you want to hold buy if you want to buy yeah. but like buy things know, that you love. enjoy the ride and though like you know every single ndtcg has cratered eventually yeah. um, they all go up they all come down they all settle yeah. somewhere in the middle and it doesn't mean that does not mean you should not enjoy the game that does not mean you shouldn't collect the game that doesn't mean you shouldn't overpay for cards i don't care what you pay for cards if you want to spend $10 million on your sorcery set, God bless. And we will not make fun of you for the amount that you spend on sorcery cards. Yeah. Correct. Uh, but like what it, does <laughs> Unless mean, you're Unless you're what it does mean is that like, just know that like we've on this podcast have seen this movie quite a few times. And I suspect we'll see this movie again. So this is good, a rerun. The good thing, in my opinion, with what's happening right now is that the only thing people are really buying up other than like the dual lands is a little weird one but the only thing people are really buying up is like they're trying like when i posted my list of cards that i was looking for it was amazing to see how fast some of them got picked up on ebay like i posted my list and like people saw the cards that i was looking for and and bought the ones that i was like i had i had watched on ebay but I didn't want to buy because I wanted to trade other cards for. Like I regretted posting the list because as soon as I posted it, all the ones that I was watching like disappeared off of eBay because they That's knew that I was being the watch. number one sorcery content. Creator. It wasn't. It's not even just me. It's just like when when people like I don't know. Anyway, so uh, but the the win is that like playable cards aren't the things that are getting scooped up and so it's still accessible for for players. I think that's a that's a win. But um, all right, twenty twenty four. The angle sorcery staking helps with that too. That's not all high-powered competitive decks either, right? You can play casually. Twenty twenty-four prediction time. Predictions and maybe like what do you want to see or what you're excited? Oh about my or... god, this is such bad content. I feel like <laughs> someone has to do it this time. Uh, they're going to be the first indie not to give in to the bullshit, and they're going to not overprint. Like it? I don't. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to. Simon, I know you're a listener. Don't let me down, buddy. Don't let me down, buddy. They're gonna be the first one to be like that. They're they're gonna be the first ones to understand printing, throwing money into a hurricane doesn't actually tell you what the market is. Yeah, like they're gonna figure this out and they're gonna not overprint and they're gonna give us all a small reprint Q1 of next year. It's gonna be ten to fifteen percent of what we got in the first wave, and they're Sorry. not gonna go nuts. Man, in order for them to do that, they'd have to listen to me. That's crazy. 
All right, that is that is my one big fear. That um, <laughs> that's exactly what I said they should do. I would honestly like. I'm not even sure it should be Q1 if I'm being honest. Like, I, and not after this garbage. Like, let it. So does let it, it be Q2? Does it There's does no it rush. depend on when the release of Arthurian Legends is? I feel like no. that. I feel like that matters. I mean, not, it's not Arthurian Legends. Not gonna be Q1 or Q2. Uh, what what did I speculate that one week that I heard a rumor about? We can't keep up. I love how you're like some yet. random guy emailed me. It's a rumor. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a random guy. It's somebody who might know. Anyway, um, I, I think one of the things that matters with that is our in the interview with Simon and Eric that they just put out. Um, uh, they talked about Arthurian legends being so. Uh, focused on being a like a draftable set like something like that's the limited experience is something they're really excited about with that and i think one of the things that that means is that creating a constructed deck out of just a thorian legends cards will probably go pretty well in other words like you don't ne- you won't necessarily need the base set like alpha beta cards in order to be like able to build a constructed deck i'm sure some of the cards would be good and it would be helpful and whatever but i don't think it's going to be one of those things where like there's a massive staple of the game that you have to include into your deck that's only available in alpha and beta and so i think that's a good sign and a good win i hope that's kind of what happens with with arthur and all right got another prediction you ready for this yep you're gonna like this one they come to their senses and make kitchen table the other place you can buy boxes at retail for Arthurian Legends. Wow, that would be wild. And would... and kitchen table gets a promo. Is it a pirate? Do I have to pay you for this? It's gonna be a, if it's a pirate, I'm buying a box. If it's a pirate, I'm buying Listen, a box. Hold on. If my I'm, addition to this pod, if my addition to this podcast gets you a promo in a game, you're signing the thing and sending it to me. No, no, you're doing it. Yeah. I will I will come take your foil. I do not want a promo. Work. I do not want my face in the game, please. It God. worked well before. It'll please work well God, again. No. Only only up, baby. Uh, that's my big prediction is that they will come to their senses and like they I think they will still stick come with... to their senses. Yeah. 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 Dude, you're you the are the number, number one, one three content. How do you creator? make things sound so offensive when you're being kind? That's my skill. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. Wow, it is. That's a glass shattering moment for me. You do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd be in on that. Shocking! You'd be in yeah, on free ten Wow! 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 That's a bold stance, Louis. I'm sure they appreciate that. <laughs> your, your predictions this podcast have been one to just hang on bated breath for. Oh man! Here we go, Boo Boo. I got something for you. I think just with Eric's background, they spend the year, and throughout this year, they refine their process. They talked a lot in that interview about how their process takes so much time, and they want this to be. They're open to more releases but they want to figure out kind of their process. I think they refine that process and they finally drop the only aspect of this game that scares me the one release a year. And it's, it's ramped up and I don't, I'm saying, I'm not saying there's multiple releases this year. I'm saying they make that decision and that announcement comes in 2024. Yeah. Listen, they were pretty intentional about saying like, we are evaluating that we are, we understand it. Like that pot, that interview was so well done. Um, Yeah. I, I it gave me a lot of confidence in the team just hearing them back and forth in their talk, and they have such a funny like. Every time Simon talks, I get confidence they, in the well, team. <laughs> and Eric and Simon, you can tell like they've really only worked together via Skype, and like they're in two different countries, and so their like interactions together, it's just I don't know, it's funny. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be I, really I, good. And if it's truly process holding them back, like 
it seems Eric seems to really know his stuff. He seemed very clear and clean in the interview and just knowing his background and having spoken with Simon and, you know, kind of getting a gauge of his abilities just based on that conversation. If they're able to fine tune that process, I can't imagine a world where we, we still have the, no, it's one release a year. Like, eh, yeah. I, don't, I don't buy it. Hmm. Not selling me. Hmm. You can sell me more sharks. But you're not selling me on that statement. Um, predictions are we want we want wild prediction you want to go like ludicrous speed prediction wait hold on its whole thing was one set a year i said this is the year that all crumbles and that's not a wild prediction i don't think that that's their <laughs> whole thing yeah josh why do you make things that are positive sound so negative because that's <laughs> my gift Louis. that's my gift on this channel um i think that b- by the end of 2024 we see some form of discussion on a digital client not saying that they not saying that they come out with that or that they announce that or release that, but I think that will become part of the discussion about what's the future of sorts. Every game will have to have an online game. And, I'm and, totally convinced of that. And here's here's why I feel that way. Um Eric's connections in the video yeah. game world are too strong for that to not be a consideration. And I think what they're gonna learn is that they can have a the revenue that they can create from an online client, they can have a collectible, highly collectible, short print run, that type of thing, game on tabletop, and then they can really grow in a wide, wide way without risking a lot of what they have, right? Like, they by making more boxes, they are risking the you know not having the people who to buy the boxes, but by having an online client and the growth of the game rapidly growing i think that can do a lot of stuff for the game i'm not saying 2024 2025 20, maybe like i mean a game like that at the scale for for sorcery probably takes to 2026 2027 like that kind of time frame to be good and then they're going to want it to be good but i think that starts being part of the dialogue at least all, in my opinion. all these indies are going to eventually realize they don't have the density outside of a few population hubs to support yeah. gameplay in a meaningful yeah. way bingo yeah. Like, I mean, outside of like New York, Chicago, maybe Austin, there's like a wild NDTC scene in Austin. Col- Colorado, LA, surprisingly, LA, LA Orlando. Colorado, surprisingly one. big. How, I don't know if we've really talked about that as much on the podcast as maybe we should have previous, but like that is what I'm hearing about with One Piece. That's what I'm hearing about with a lot of the other NDTCGs and that kind One of Piece, stuff. One Piece, not an NDTCG. I said other indie TCGs. We are in the sorcery segment. That's what the other was referring to. Um, but that, like for One Piece, the the vast. <laughs> see how I dodged that? No, uh, you said it after you said One Piece. But live your truth, King. The success in LA, the success in the the big cities is massive. Yeah. But everywhere I'm hearing about, and I'm having this experience too. Like when you're a rural area, it's just impossible. Like it's so hard to create a community. Um, that's why Magic just owns the 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 large sum of numbers of, of LGSs, but well, there's the problem is like you can walk into any LGS in the country and play even magic right now. That's the problem, right? Okay. That's the problem. Every NTTCG has is you never have to worry about, Oh God is so-and-so at the shop is so-and-so there. Yeah. You can I'm grab changing. your deck, head to the game store and like, boom, they're ready for a game. Well, and it's, he, here's the, here's the harsh truth of the matter is it's going to happen. You, you're, if your community grows to a certain size, size, but still too small to where it, it, it can't the, 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 the webs don't quite connect. You've got talented enough people. You're going to get an unsupported online client somewhere. And I've made videos about this with other indie TCGs. 
They need to be buying those clients immediately because it's one of the few things keeping their community strong. And it was like, well, it sells less boxes. So yeah, you're maybe right. Maybe you're right. getting less paper games, but you know what you are getting? You're getting reach. You're getting community. You're getting people exposure. Yeah. You're getting people willing to get out and play these games. And, and you might as well lean into it because it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. Like, could you guys see a company like Sorcery outsourcing a game like that, the, yeah. the license or, or like the mechanics or whatever to a company that is able to to fall through on a high quality product? Yeah, I don't think Sorcery is going to build out a, 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 a game dev team. And this is where Eric will shine, right? Eric will yeah. be able to figure out who's the best at doing that yes. and go from there. And that's that's an area where I, if, if you want to talk about Sorcery starting to vault some indie TCGs, that's their advantage, right? right. That's home base. That's right. that's an area where now this client is so alluring and so much fun, you're you're just tempting people based on the play experience. Well, and it's perfect. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, I love, I hate playing on TTS, but I love watching. But TTS. you don't have a choice. Well, like, but because you get to see the artwork bigger. That's what I was going to say. Like when I play on the table, it's like the artwork's cool, but you don't really get to fully like immerse. Like when I play, in, it's like a huge, you get to see different parts of the, I don't know. I just think you lean it, into it, the arena aspect where when you put cards down, there's animations and stuff yeah. like you, you lean into that and you can do that probably more with sorcery where the, the art is shining and jumping and the characters are moving, but Maybe I, that, crazy. that's not a big, that's not as big of a deal to me as, as the I, connections you're able to create from these pocketed communities. Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy, but I think that's yep. I think that would be a good win for the game. But any other I, I think so too. You do have to balance it though, right? You can't make it so nobody buys your product anymore. Oh, I don't I don't I don't think it does that. I don't think it does that either. But there is a world where you lose a, a number of a way to monetize years. the games. This isn't hard. Yeah, for sure. But I'm I'm just telling you that you have to find a balance. But yeah, and I think I believe in their ability to do something. Oh, yeah, like yeah. The question is, how much does it cost to create a game that way, and how long does it take to get your return investment and that kind of thing? And does that make sense for? You? But right. Um, oh, it it almost never does. <laughs> yeah, it almost never will right now. But uh, it, it, uh, at their scale, it's more of a, a a. It's not like a return on investment thing. It's a it's a needed hurdle in 2023 that you. It seems like you have to achieve. Last question about sorcery predicting 2024. In one year, what is the price of an alpha booster box? 10K. What's the price of an alpha booster box right now? I'm looking up the last sold. I should probably add sorcery, huh? Huh, that's the first thing that pops up. I wonder why that is. Uh, between 1250 and 1400. George, you want to hit it first? Because 10K. No, what's your actual? Don't. Don't pretend to be over. Like I want, I'm actually like honest. I'll give my first take of that. I'll give mine first shot. Twenty eight hundred. Oh, what a coward! What a coward! I wanted you to say ten k really bad. I'll be real. Ten k. <laughs> I think funny. it's gonna. I think it's gonna stay near the top of that range. One year from today. Yep. Eight hundred. Wow. Yep. I, th that I think. I think that's a better take than 28. Wow. 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 A game that's been out for a year As would be worth $800. Is insulting. At that point, it's two years. Get out of here. Get out of here. 
Uh, wow, are you kidding me? That is still more than like this is this is kind. This is why people think podcasts like this are scripted. This is just this is the same script. We've all been over the script. We know the price. You still say twenty eight hundred into a microphone, and you know the result of this scenario. What? Wait. They, they don't go to the moon forever exponentially until they die. Like that's not that's how that works. Going to the moon forever though. Doubling the cost of the alpha box doubling in a year from its highest point that you you just gave us a range of 12 to 1400 and you took the top okay. and you doubled it. That's not what is going oh. to the moon to you. 10k that's going to the moon to me i'm in that, that is an in. unrealistic you're right that's a higher number that, that's an more... unrealistic statement would you say 100k is going to the moon too or is that different <laughs> no that's mars that's elon musk. Mars, that's, that's that's M-A-R-S. elon musk rs <laughs> red rocks that's that's uh musk tweets about uh sorcery on twitter <laughs> on x i don't know we'll see and these are so hard to discuss with you when you like them. Why? <laughs> what do you think a box of Kickstarter Cryptic is next year? This time next year. And and will you pay what you're about to say for mine? No. <laughs> 25 bucks. That's about my guess. You didn't say MetaZoo. <laughs> All right. Move on to the next topic. I got I to gotta take a quick little break. George is one piece. George, tell us what it is. I'm in. So... There's a wild rumor, <laughs> a speculation, if you will, Josh. Oh, I'm in. Yes. That OP1, the first One Piece set. The f- fuck was that noise? Uh, will be reprinted <laughs> in March. That was me blowing my nose off camera, muted. Nobody else heard it other than you two. I'm in will be don't you do that to my boy i just got it i just did you buy how much did you pay for that i just got it i traded four boxes of floodborne oh bad trade you think bad trade i have a lot going opposite directions next year i have a lot of you think it's gonna get reprinted Uh, yes bandai will reprint that is my uh, that that is my hot take that is my hot take Bandai will reprint boxes. Where's that coming from? Where's that where's that source? Some anonymous guy emailed it to me in a smoke signal. <laughs> but it's somebody who I think knows. <laughs> I don't remember where I read it. I mean, like literally they're gonna reprint boxes. It's like it's what they do. Let's see. You think, you think they're gonna reprint? Hold on, hold on. If hold on, hold on. Hold Bandai. Bandai. If they were like, they're going to reprint this game. This is the one time in the I mean, history. They haven't of- come out and said that. They never say they're going to reprint. They've reprinted everything. They've reprinted just one time. The there's been multiple. There's been waves of OP one already. Right. That's my. So why do they would stop now? Because they have to print other stuff. Like they, they can they just printed three, didn't they? Like a like a month ago. No, it was longer than that. How long? Well, yeah, ago? three. They reprinted two a little bit ago too. Yeah. But they're, but they're not going to reprint one. This is sounding a lot like no, the they, can't, they can't keep up with the demand of the new sets already. It like they're matter. already yes, it does because they have print time. They have to put like they have to put out new sets. Listen, I don't actually care. I have one box. Like I don't like I have no actual skin in this game. I have one box. I just wanted it because it seemed like it's a fun. Um, 
It did officially pass the 10,000 boxes OP5 sold on TCG Player. I think because they they have a, like they have more sets coming out, they're not going to be able to dip back into that. But that's my opinion. You had the same opinion about Lorcana, though. What is your so? What are your predictions for for Uno piece? Like what the price is? No, 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 no. Like what do you like? What do you think? The game, like how do you think they're going to be doing next year? Like what do you think? What do you think's cooking? What does so, One Piece look like for twenty twenty four? So yeah. uh, everyone I talk to talks about set seven is yeah. going to have a ton of stuff for the yellow, which is OP four box has a bunch of yellow mechanics. Yeah, uh, and so I don't know. Yeah, that that seems to be one of the things. Who told you are. that? Joey, my store, my the guy who ships and plays One Piece. So. Who, who do you think he heard it from? Let's call it. I think it's going to be a very stable year for One Piece. Uh, I want to go that far. You know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to I'm going to go for it. One Piece will have a great year next year. They're not. Gonna what does that mean? They're not going to crater. Do you think that they they print to? So this is the problem with One Piece right now. I, I'm doing what I shouldn't do, which is like I just ordered 400 boxes of OP7 because every time I order, I every time I order, I get completely like allocated to the bone right so like i'm intentionally ordering way too much and being like well if i get it all whatever the problem is if, is if i get it all that means that everybody everybody got else all. got it all too. and it's yeah. all going to zero because again we talked about this with i don't remember what game we were talking about last week like as soon as everybody has it or can get it nobody wants as much it was as simon's they, interview that he said that it, yeah that's her and so the question is does do they capitalize no, i think on... i think bandai is gonna not mess this one up that's my hot take and that's my actual hot take this year bandai is gonna nail this one really i think bandai is going to this is such an incredible cash cow yeah that like i just think they i i think they want to like really not blow this one i think the demand increases because of the netflix show as well they're and like so that's a big boost they're gonna get for sure yeah. They're remaking the the anime, and I think that's going to go a long way. Um, and yeah, I I think it'll be a good year. I I'm, I'm all in on it, so I'm buying. One hundred percent. I'll I'll stand on the other side of that fence and say Bandai is going to Bandai this year. And I know One Piece does feel different. It feels different than other Bandai games. I I'm one hundred percent on board. But a it's boring content for all of us just to be on the same side of something. <laughs> and b I, I I truly believe like sooner or later they're going to show their colors. Right, soon they don't have fifteen games that have released and since died for no reason. I can't think of a, a game that's been this successful for them though. They also the they, they Dragon, Dragon Ball it. came out and was crazy, but they seem to have found their niche now. Like their they, niche is like these quick games. Yeah, like that I, is I think I, the mis- I get you. that is I think maybe, what they've cracked. Maybe I just never got hit with the Dragon Ball. I think like, we weren't we weren't we weren't in, a store yet. Yeah, we weren't yeah. as in it as we were or as we are now. But like, we were still happy, Louis. We were still was it? okay. We were still happy. I, like I have, I never heard anything about Dragon Ball Super. Maybe I was, was just big. too into other stuff. But um, shout out, could have been buying Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Six to one, <laughs> half a dozen. Complicated. <laughs> I don't think Dragon Ball would have banned Rudy, but um, all right, we're done with One Piece. What? Welcome to the club, Rudy. Welcome to the club, baby. <laughs> Welcome, baby. They sit on my lap. I'll tell you a story. 
The George's right section of the pod where the one guy in the comment section will say something. <laughs> there you go. All right. George's one piece wrapped up. Um, <laughs> you couldn't have made that the, the title worse. That's what we do every week. Every week. Yeah. Every week. It's George. Where have you been? No. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Did nobody, I, I'm aware of the George's one piece. What else did you say? How'd you end that segment? I remember. Okay. Great. Wrapped up. There wrapped you go. Up. Oh, there. that's funny. Thank you. It was yes. I'm yeah. It's good. Thank it's you. Good. All right. Speaking of wrapping it up, are we uh, are we thinking Lorcana dies this year or or what? Only you. Only you. I'm not. I like, people won't buy Lorcana from my store. All I do is tell people how much it sucks and couldn't play it and it's going like, to zero. That's I, how you started that's with magic. Not what I say. I say people. My patrons aren't buying Lorcana. That's what I've said. My store, all you do is talk about how you think it sucks, how you going to zero, and how it will die. I don't say that. It has not been my take. I just wouldn't say that it was a wild success. That's what I didn't say. So, George, I got Scoopies for you, bud. I'm in. We are almost at more sales in December than release month wow. on TCG Player. Wait till January. For the first chapter. That's crazy. We have almost sold more boxes than they did the month of release. That's great. It's crazy. It is weirdly becoming a player's game. Like that is what that tells you. Like it is. This is becoming a player's game. So it was like just flippers in the beginning, and now it's skipping the collectors and it's going to players. Is that what you're saying? Like players are who's buying this now. Yeah, I agree with that. Like players are buying this now. My daughter. So for Christmas, my oldest daughter got a Pokemon pack on every present, and my youngest daughter is a huge. Was just from the Christmas? From the no, advent calendar, you're like, I actually every for- day you get a new pack of stupid calendar. I actually forgot to grab them from the shop, so I had to use 151. Those packs. fun packs, whatever they were called, are the worst thing anybody's ever Terrible. invented. Terrible. Not fun. Here's a pack in Terrible which you're guaranteed name. to have worthless cards. Here's a pack to have no fun. Let's call it a fun pack. Um, <laughs> let's give it to the Here's kids. The they don't deserve the real cards. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Pokemon. my youngest daughter is a huge mini or Mickey fan, and so I gave her a Lorcana pack, and she pulled the mini Mouse, the Mickey Mouse uh, Enchanted. So that's awesome. I Go. grabbed it. I grabbed it out of her hands, gave her a common Mickey Mouse. She took the train, and I sold it. <laughs> Way to rip off your kid. <laughs> what does my two-year-old need with a hundred and twenty-dollar card? Put that in the vault, and it would have been worth like uh, you could have paid for her college no. by the time she's ready. You've come a long way. You knew what it was this time when she opened. West Virginia University can't be that expensive. She's got Pokemon cards for that. Mm. How's that going? So she's great. She's going to so she's going to community college. I'm all in on Pokemon. How's that going? Yeah, it's going. It'll be great. Going. It'll be great. I mean, like Lorcana is like Lorcana is doing what I thought Lorcana was going to do. Like it's 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 big. Like it's it it is competing. This is is way more successful. I thought Lorcana was going to be. 100%. It, and this is, we talked about this a couple times. This is where Lorcana, in my opinion, like I said to you guys that Lorcana, that it didn't matter, like the sorcery versus Lorcana debate, I thought was ridiculous early in this year on the podcast. I just thought, why are we doing this? Because I saw Lorcana has to compete with Magic and Pokemon. I must say, that was not the way it came across to at least me in the beginning of the year. Before you were Lorcana very released. aggressive on the sorcery that for someone who didn't believe in the debate. Yeah, that was not how it came across to those on the podcast. And also, the this date. is still something I don't understand. 
whether it's a small manufacturer or a big manufacturer, they all manufacture the same thing. They are competing with one another. I disagree with that. I don't think that matters. Like, here's what matters is that, like, at the end of the day, the world's biggest IP is now making a TCG. For now. You could tell me a story where Disney is is finicky with this and it doesn't matter to them. And they say we're cutting ties with this. God, I if love it, it when Josh is all of a sudden negative on the Arcana. It's my favorite. No, I'm just, I, listen, it's really, it's this, this is a big thing. deal for us in TCGs, but we've talked about how WotC makes nothing compared to like real giant companies and disney is a real giant company you could tell me a story where disney's like this is more hassle than it's worse for us for us cut it from our hassle is it for disney i have no i don't know what the process is i i don't know it's not gonna die because of the community interest right now we're not there the set is selling like hotcakes it's amazing but you just tell me a story where disney's like we're just not interested in that anymore no bob Iger wouldn't do that to me bob gets it (laughs) Give me back uh, the Divi. I think it'll be interesting to see where Lorcana is once like everybody has the cards they need. Like that's something I've noticed in my local community. Like nobody was really opening chapter one right now because they all got their chapter one cards. Um and like will they continue to reprint? Will we see another massive wave of chapter one? That kind of stuff. Yes. You think? Yeah. 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 I don't think the market can handle another wave the size of the last. That is where they need to be careful. Like yeah. I think like, I'm going to give them props. Like I gave grocery props. They nailed. Yeah, I agree. The print time. run. Yep. For this. Well, right eventually. Now. Right now they nailed it. Eventually. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, they nailed the reprint. Yeah. Eventually. That's why, uh, yes, that's why it's a reprint, not the original print. Reprint. Well, they missed and like they nailed the it. Print. They got they they hit the exact right number. Now it's important to chill out, chill out, so, start Britain set three, and we'll get back to set one and two a little bit later. So my rep asked me how much set three I wanted to get. This is the hard one. This is the hard one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I hard one. if I ask for 400, for. am I going to get 400 or am I going to get 40? Because, you know, like, uh, you this know, is the hard if one. Every, if everyone's going to get 400, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Set three. I ended wild up card i love it i love yeah. it i played it safe did you really i asked for 40 i want the opposite i still have one rep to ask for and I'm, i'll get more boxes from him i threw them bones yeah the problem Don't is like punch take. oh i've lowered my pokemon quite a bit no uh, george to get out extra lorcana how much pokemon i'm not taking it. I'm, I'm i am done taking pokemon to get other product i Cannot hold any more Pokemon. God, <laughs> I only deal with live TCGs. Can't wait to talk about MetaZoo next. I'm like, do you have Genesis? I'll take that. And they're I like, do. yeah, we do. I throw like, the yeah, we do. It's our box. newest game. Like, never mind. Actually, where's that Pokemon at? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have a Charizard? Do you have a Charizard? There's, <laughs> there's still really weird things with Orkana, which like. They're reprinting every accessory other than playmats. I think that is easily the wildest thing ever. Like what store wants the wildest more deck thing in TCGs the, this year? The in absolute part- worst sleeves that have ever been created, ever. including ever. the MetaZoo sleeves and spellbooks. The absolute worst ever. Partner with a sleeve manufacturer. What are we doing? And then they like they have the four sleeve um, like portfolio. Uh, who yeah, they're reprinting like, that. Who you, wants, like, what is going on? They're like, how many do you want? I'm like, 
none. Like <laughs> I have like that's the I, only probably, that's the only Lorcana product from the initial allocation that I didn't sell. I have, I, didn't I, have like, I probably have two hundred at the store. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you need with those? That's crazy. Like what? Do you, come on, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, you can get playmats made for like twenty cents. They don't like, exist. Wh- like wh- I will say, that. where are the playmats, Lorcana? Like that's what we like. They have the dopest playmats, and they don't make them. They do have pretty cool playmats. I yeah. want more Winnie the Pooh playmat because that's the best playmat ever made. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool playmat. I don't right, know. So what do we think? So, all right, Louie, here we go, big guy. Let's do it, baby. What's the price of set one this time next year? So this is where it's different than sorcery. And Josh, this is where I think that like what you what you don't calculate into well, you're your wrong, brain, Bozo. Yeah, is that you, the, the people who are buying sorcery, the collectors in sorcery are, collect because they know that there's a finite amount of boxes. So like th- there's not going to be more alpha boxes printed. And this is where Lorcana like it's a different group of people. Lorcana, the question is like how many times will they reprint by the end of the year next year? I think that they will I think that they will initially make a mistake. I think that they will do a big wave at the early early 2024, but they have shown that they learn from their mistakes and, and they won't do another print and I think the market will absorb over the year. So I think sure. we see a dip down into the like 100 110 dollar range maybe, maybe a little bit less than that. Um but then I think it slowly comes back. I think we'll see boxes around MSRP at the end of the year next year. I hear what you're saying, but the frustrating thing is when you talk about this at scale, like, well, it's just because the people buying Alpha Sorcery at that price, they know that. Yeah, you know everyone buying Alpha Sorcery in meaningful numbers at that price. You all know each other's names at this point. It's not a large group of people. And as people fall out of that group of people, no new people don't come in. In large, massive communities like something like Lorcana, people will come in. Now, I agree. A sorcery alpha box is far more collectible at the end of 2024 than a right. first chapter booster run. That's it's not even going to be close. Right. But like that's that's just such a bad comparison to me. The six guys buying sorcery boxes at $1400, like that's why I'm saying it's a bad like I'm saying it's a bad comparison. That that's what the point was was that it's not the right thing to but, compare. That they're two different markets. They're two different groups of people. And you're saying that the two products are the same. No, I'm not it, saying the two products are the same. I'm saying the two products are in the same category. They're two video games. They're two video games, and they happen to both be two first-person shooter video games as well. They're competing. Why is that? Because they're TCGs. There's a finite number of TCGs, and there's a finite number of humans who care about cardboard in their hands. Yeah, so I just number agree. roughly zero. Continue. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> roughly zero. Anyway, I think one of them is a shooter game, and the other one is a wow. I tried a Pokemon game. Oh, so nobody <laughs> cares about that one. Um, <laughs> that follows. Um, so Your which one's hold on? Which one's the Pokemon game? Lorcana. Okay, so that one is the goat. Then sure, you got it, baby. You know, hold on, I don't got it, baby. That's what you told me. Lorcana's the goat. Okay. Did you change your background? This one? You yeah. got to get it to stop. It's always changing. You got to get it, it to stop stopping. Week? Nope. How it like goes black? Can you? No, I can't fix it. I mean, I'm sure I could, but I'm not going to put the time into it. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> make, like make it like a six-hour loop. So like yeah, the odds okay. are you'll a, never It's you'll a 25-minute loop, so it's long enough for my videos, unless I start like, you know. It's at all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, 
Do you ever restart a video because you notice it go black in the middle? No, I wouldn't no, either. I, no, I he does not. I wouldn't no, either. He does not. I, I would that for you. I don't restart a video when I like mumble over something. Yeah. Like, Same. Welcome to content, baby. The only videos that matter on my channel anymore are the shorts. Get the card, win the card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jo- George, predictions on price. That sounds about right. MSRP. Josh? I think in three years will be pretty different. I, eventually they'll they'll have the problem you're talking about with one piece right four sets a year exponential years down the road i think they won't be able to overstated well it's it's way they'll be able to do like small reprints but they won't be able to do big money solves that problem yeah, money they, solves that problem from their perspective they, they have to give, the demand for the boxes will be less like the demand for the boxes will be less at the volume, and they're better off putting the single cards in their new set, like reprinting a card. Reprinting the card. That's why box, Magic so. doesn't reprint. Like, I don't understand why we're having. Why aren't we having the conversation of will Magic reprint Innistrad, a six hundred dollar booster box, or like Ravnica? Oh, wait a minute. But it's a it's a different. You don't. I don't think you understand what Ravnica remastered is, George. Yeah, I don't think you get it. I don't, I don't think you ever claimed to, though. So, like, no. in fairness, <laughs> like, it's not like a like you got me. I'm with, I'm with the full set. I don't think you ever told Wait, me what. What are they doing? No, it's a plane Ravnica. They've been there a hundred times. That's not the whole Ravnica set. No, God, it's so hard doing a podcast with you. Then what's the point of the set? It, to be a master set. No. So wait. So what's in the box? It's not the all the best cards from all of the Ravnica set. Also, also oh, no. That's lame. Boo! You all have the worst. I okay. thought it was like I thought we were printing Ravnica. No, Josh. What's the value of that? Be better. Do you think or worse? Way worse. Josh. Way worse. What's the value of a Borkana set? one box at the end of the year next year end of end of 2024 i think it's above msrp but probably not by much okay. probably 200 200 bucks at, at, at a cap how cheap is floodborne um probably msrp i'm I, going I, the opposite they're so, not gonna reprint floodborne no floodborne they said they were going to george hates floodborne they said oh so floodborne it bad set yeah by all accounts not a great meaningful not impactful set. set not super collectible no bad set but nope. they said they're going to keep reprinting it so <laughs> uh the third set's going to be bananas with locations third set's yeah. going to go nuts anytime you put any kind of wrinkle the third community will give it a shot they'll they'll try yeah. it out locations are going to be big yeah locations are going to be big like are, are going to be a big change to gameplay you know what they say dude location 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 look at me knowing stuff about the card games by the way look at me Super proud. You of can't you. relive the Ravnica thing, man. Yeah, yeah, that was talk about that. It's magic. Right. Who cares? Right. Let's move on. Last thing to chat about is MetaZoo. Rudy, 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 Rudy. MetaZoo was pretty rough. Rudy was rough on every ending. It's, in it's nice, no, nice no. To see disagree. Rudy speaking some truth. Disagree. Rudy was finally honest. Yes. About Amen. every ending TCG. Yeah. Wow. Calling out Rudy. You know, the only no, time when listen. I felt like I when I felt like he missed the complete mark is when he started blaming everybody for things and he didn't include Channel Fireball in the names. He was like, everyone wants to blame a store, everybody wants to blame uh eBay, your, wants to blame your TCG fight player, with and Channel he Fireball never said Channel doesn't Fireball. exist anymore is my favorite Thank thing. Thank God do. they don't exist anymore. And he's right, George. His his cause is just here. Yeah. 
They're dead. They moved. They sold. Like, what do you want? Kick My favorite kick channel fireball. Did you guys know this? Like, it was after I made the. I may have been right before. I was very negative on Channel Fireball, and they reach out and ask me if, if like they could, like they wanted me to sponsor. I, I told you to do it. We were friends, yeah. and I responded to them. I was like, "Have you watched my content and what I say about you guys?" And they were like, "Yeah, but like you get a lot of views, and it's still pretty good for us." And I was like, "I'm. I don't think I can do this." <laughs> I said, "I said do it." I said, "Take the cash, baby." Yeah, I did not take the cash. I should have taken the cash. I said, "Do it and keep being yourself. Don't and change I- who you are." But just take the cash and keep doing hindsight, it. Hindsight, I should have taken the money. Anyway, MetaZoo. 2025. How's it going? How does 2024 go for MetaZoo? I agree with Rudy. I'll start. I don't understand why anybody would order MetaZoo product at this point. It it seems like the, the base of MetaZoo has... Like, it's not what we thought it was three years ago. They They evolved into something that, like the average consumer who cared about it three years ago, like doesn't care about it anymore. So uh, Mike basically said they have to start from like basically zero. And like, I think he's right. Like they're going to have to start from like basically going back to LGSs, going door to door. Like they have to start small again. Yeah. What are you drinking? Breast monkey, dude. What is what? it? Breast monkey. We've already what been over that? Breast monkey. We've done this on the podcast. No, we haven't. Yes, we no, have. we have not. Yes, I have not have. done this on the podcast. Yes, I've been on. I, I, unlike you two, have been on every episode of this podcast. I'm only on episodes when you tell me the correct time that I'm here. <laughs> no, no, don't you do that. That's that's he said that follows. No, he said that brass follows. No, takes his backsies. He said that follows. No, takes his backsies. Wait, is brass monkey related to the brass man's will? Yes, <laughs> that's true. Which is why it's also so cheap. <laughs> My box is out of reach and my neck hurts. This icy hot patch is wearing off. What's a brass monkey? It's orange juice and orange juice and malt liquor. Oh God. That's disgusting. That's, That's disgusting. Gross. It's not. That's it's gross. great. That's nasty. All right. What's the catalyst for MetaZoo to grow in 2024? Well, uh, okay. I, I mean, go ahead, George. If it's gonna grow, it's gonna like it like so like Somebody asked me what it takes for cryptic to grow. And I said, it's going to be ugly. You're going to print very, very, very few boxes. And you're going to sell out. Yeah. And you're going to hope that next time you print a few more. And you hope the time after that, you print a few more. Right. Like, it's like this. Like, this is the hard part of TCGs. And I think cryptic could do that because they've got, like, one staff member. I I don't think MetaZoo can do that. Like, I think MetaZoo reach for the sun. They got burned, and like, there's nothing. Once you get that big, like once you grow as a company and you add employees and you add systems, like we were talking about with Sorcery, right? Like they're they're getting their systems in and whatever. If you miss the mark, you fall further. And like getting back up, man, it's I hard. Know. It's hard. You know. have to do it though. You have to do it or fold. Those are two options. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards like they they had their shot in the sun. Yeah, I. And this is where it's hard, because like as someone who's moved on from NDT, certain indie TCGs and stuff, it's not, it's not a fun conversation. There's like for people that love MetaZoo, and this is where I, I, I focus so much on fighting back against you guys. I often you know forget that there's people that they love this stuff, man. Yeah, they put their their soul into this Dallas. stuff. They they're passionate, just like I am about Med. They're passionate about MetaZoo, but my my honest feeling is this is 
Look, I am about magic. That is there, and it's over. I, I, I think, I, I think, I think it doesn't make it through the year, and I don't say that with happiness. I don't say that with excitement. I, I honestly don't see a path forward for medicine. So I, I think path forward. The question is, they want to do it. They're at the fork in the road. I think there is a path forward, and that's somebody buys MetaZoo. And that could happen. That would I, be shocking. I think that's the best case scenario if you're a fan of MetaZoo. I think that's the thing oh, sure. you're hoping. I think that's what you're hoping for is that some company that can absorb MetaZoo and use the. And we're the, talking about the TCG. If you want to talk stories, talk video everything. games, whatever, sure. You could tell me that story. I'm talking about everything. I, I'm saying like they, they can buy the company. They buy the company and they can put the resources into it over a five to 10 year timeline to like evaluate and. And make it what I mean, maybe, but we're two weeks removed from the current head of the company telling us they're going to focus on core sets, the TCG. We're going to keep the main thing, the main thing. And now our path forward to save MetaZoo is to pivot away from focusing on the TCG. Like I, it's just, I I, I don't have the faith that that you guys have with it. I, where did you hear that? I had faith. No, I'm, I'm, I, I think it ends this year. Yeah. Mm. So like I think the point is like people could, somebody could save it. The question is, does that happen? Like, does somebody? If, that's the only hope. If you are a fan of MetaZoo, the question is, what is the company that's going to look at MetaZoo and be like, yeah, I'll pay you whatever the owner of MetaZoo wants to pay, wants them to pay. That, that's sure. the question. Why uh, would somebody do that? Because you know we've talked a little bit cryptids being public property. So why does yes, somebody do that other than out of the goodness of their heart? No, because you're buying the art. The you're buying the art. You're buying the most. Most of the artists Lord. moved on. You're buying the art that already exists. I guess. Yeah. that's right. Like that's what you're buying. I think. Like, I think Metazoo has. Yeah, I'm not sure. I would call it IP, but I think it has a aesthetic, right? Like yeah. Metazoo is still a a name. You could probably create some demand and hype. Like Metazoo had a lot of hype and demand. If you put a name behind that, let's uh, uh, throw one out. Tops. Right. Let's say Tops comes in and says, "Hey, we've already worked with MetaZoo before. It was relatively, I don't maybe in their eyes, successful. Not for those yeah. of you who bought boxes that were weighable and all that stuff, but like it, they had fun with it, or they enjoyed it, or they sold product with it, or whatever. The website went down. It was successful back then. Hey, let's throw some money at it and see what we can do with it. They already have the systems in place. Sure. I think that's a hope for MetaZoo fans, in my opinion. But I mean, maybe. I would love like I." I want a everyone selling their stuff this week, and I was tempted to buy a full hollow Mothman. Like I don't have a Kickstarter full hollow Mothman anymore, and I kind of want one. Uh, yeah, I love it, but I'm not gonna pay what anybody wants right now for it because of like where I think it's going. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I it's 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 a tough. It's always a tough topic when I, I think I see a game get here. But I I would love to be if Metazoom makes it through the year and and does well, and some of these changes happen. Listen. I'd love to sit here on this podcast and be like, oh, we made another year, good work, a lot of good things happened. You guys know what MetaZoo has done things in the past that I agree with. I've been happy to say so, but just haven't seen a lot of it lately. It's uh, it's certainly easier for the ironic name of our podcast if it's still around. No way. You think? Nope. That's great. That's, I mean, not, then it gets really, it gets real weird real quick. I think it's real meta. <laughs> I've been. No matter what happens, podcast <laughs> forever, baby. Metaverse, a TCG podcast. Uh, cool. Anything else? Nope. I'm going to bed. What are you guys? What are you guys for 2024? What's the goal? Oh, okay. Sorry, George, for asking. So, you. Never mind. Just Louis, not George. Life goal, TCG goal. What's the whatever? Deal? Whatever you want to give us, man. I'll give you my life goal. I got. I got to get to 200 pounds. That's the goal. 
started at 236 238 something like that i got down to 204 before christmas i'm afraid to step on a scale right now uh so the goal is to get to how many pepperoni sticks do you think it'll take to get you there i don't know the goal is to get to 200 that's the the life and stay there like that's the you know the, the healthy part that's dude that would be you'd be 50 pounds 55 pounds lighter than me wow that's you're taller though you're a lot crazy. taller crazy i am taller you're giant i, I am really self-conscious about myself now you're don't giant. get to 200 pounds please don't you're like six inches taller yeah but just please don't i don't want to be that heavy tcg goal um i'm gonna my goal is to finish my first edition base set uh, now that I finished sorcery, I'm like, oh, I got to finish first edition base set Pokemon. Um, I'm like 17 non-holo cards away and like nine hollows away. Um, so I'm, I'm working on it. That's pretty cool, man. Nice. I'm afraid to set any channel goals. So. Oh, I just know I can't achieve any. <laughs> I, I try to stay away from channel goals because I don't, I don't know. I'm goal, I'm goal oriented, but my shorts don't get nearly the play yours do. Well, it's hard to predict that. Like, it's hard to be like, like when when I set channel goals and then I made a short that like got me five, like I got five thousand subscribers this week. So like, yeah, this month. So like, that seems my goal would have been. I don't. I, wanna set, I don't want to set too short of goals, and I don't want to set too high of goals because like they've got to be. It's just impossible to figure out where the actual reach is. But. I gotcha. That's awesome, dude. Well, good luck. How are your goals? I think I want to release two projects to the public. Uh, so, like, just two applications that people can use to the public. So, do two more this year. And TCG goals, I'm afraid to say it into the mic. I think this becomes the year I want to start moving some of the stuff around and get myself a Lotus. There you go. That's, that's a really big goal. Like, that for me, as just, like, someone who doesn't really have a real business doing this stuff, that's a scary goal. Hashtag get Josh the Lotus. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the year. And I I don't want I don't want like one of the ones I saw on eBay. I was talking to George. We were looking at Lotus Lotus prices, and there was one that was like creased in half. And I was like, I guess I can go get that Lotus like right now, but I don't want that Lotus, right? right? I want like a real a real Lotus. So you're gonna put a grade requirement on it? I assume you're talking about unlimited Lotus. Y- y- that would be yes, unless things go really well. Unless I come up with a great short. I'm assuming you're poor. Yeah, unless no, I go, well, that's what I got. Unless, I'm unless you know, I come up with a great short schema. I think I'm aiming for unlimited lotus here, <laughs> and uh, I I would think some like some like eight, you know, eight eight five. We have matching lotus. I'm not unrealistic. Like I understand, I'm not going to be able to get a ten of anything. But man, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be super cool. Maybe first edition Charizard's more attainable though. After talking to George, might be way more a little more in my price range. Way more. <laughs> George, any goals? No. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. Remember, be kind to the people around you. May the zoo be with you. And also with you. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year.